When this boy meets girl, this boy meets world. When this girl meets boy, meets boy, meets Hello class, open up your textbooks to Boy Meets Girl Meets Boy Meets World Season 5, Episode 15, chapter titled, First Girlfriend's Club. I'm Alden. I'm Tanya. I'm the boy. I'm the girl. And this is our 100th episode. 100. That's crazy. It really is. Who would have thought that we would make it to 100 episodes? That's over 100 hours. That's over 200 hours of editing that is a lot of editing that's a lot of time spent on this yeah is it worth it i think it's worth it. okay good as long as you think it's worth it do you think it's worth it yeah i do okay uh so yeah thanks guys for hanging out with us for 100 episodes that's nuts it really is so many episodes it it's it's unfathomable it really is that's why i can't come up with anything to say about it because it really is so much Ah, oh, the good old days. What what were the good old days <laughs> when we didn't have a hundred episodes? I don't know. I feel like we should have prepared something to like for our hundredth episode, but we didn't prepare it. Uh, we prepared an episode. Yeah. Uh, how have you been, Tanya? I've been good. Spring is coming. It's feeling pretty close now. It's exciting. I do not like winter. I have not made that. Uh, like a secret i don't like winter at all i love spring i'm so excited let's do warm weather and sunshine that's all i care about good how have you been i've been okay (laughs) he's feeling a little lost because wandavision is over wandavision is over that's crazy we finished wandavision we also finished adventure time and now we have no show right uh, so that's weird. Yeah. But also, I just feel kind of, well, you know. We finished WandaVision last night, and then he laid, like, in the fetal position I, for... It was not the fetal position. It was, like, a prone position for, like, 30 minutes. I just didn't, don't know what to do with myself. <laughs> um, yeah, it's just, I'm in one of those moods. It's no big deal. Um, no games are doing it for me. Even though, like, there's games that I want to play and finish, when I actually start playing them, I'm like, eh, I'm just going through the motions. Mm-hmm. Like, you, and you can't play Bloodborne while you're going through the motions. It's way too hard of a game. I'm having the opposite problem. I'm having a time where I have too many things that actually do make me feel fulfilled that I could be doing at any given time. Like I can be preparing the garden. I can also be reading my favorite book. I can also be crocheting for someone. Like I have all of these things that I love so much and I'm almost overwhelmed that I like, I just sat on my phone watching TikToks for like an hour. So what you're saying is we both have the same like outcome and yours is because there's too much you want to do. And mine is because there's, Nothing that I want to do. Yes. Okay. Yin and yang. That's us. But it still comes to the same conclusion. Yes. Um. Anyway, you know what else we did, though? <laughs> what did we do? <laughs> we watched Boy Meets World Season 5, Episode 15, Chapter Titled. First Girlfriends Club. When this episode was over, did you feel lost? And confused and like you didn't know what you wanted to do with your life the way you were after WandaVision? Uh, what? <laughs> I'm lost and confused now. Does that make you feel better? A little bit. Um, uh, We'll get to the episode, right? Like, first you gotta blurb me up before we do anything else. You gotta give me that blurb. Okay, I'm very happy to bring this blurb to you guys because it was a really good blurb. I was very impressed with the writing of this blurb. So... The blurb for season five, episode 15, First Girlfriend's Club, is Sean and Corey are entangled in a web of accountability. Ooh. It's so good. Poetic and spooky. It's so good. I love poetic and spooky. This blurb was brought to you by Edgar Allan Poe. (laughs) (laughs) Quote Topanga, nevermore. Uh, Anyway. This episode was directed by Alan Meyerson and 
al- three aliens, a hundred trench. I don't remember. It's just. It's been a while. It has been a while. He hasn't updated or directed in a bit. There's some aliens. There's some trench coats. Throw some aliens and some trench coats into a room. You get Alan Myers. And what happens? <laughs> uh, and it was written by Laura Reynolds and Patty Carr, who wrote last week's episode and this week's episode, which is crazy. They wrote last week's episode. Wasn't that them? Was it? Yes. Okay. Ooh, look at that. Look who's got notes at his fingertips now, because he got a tablet. Welcome to 2017. <laughs> um. Anyway. Uh, classroom or not, Tanya? Where do we start? Hallway. Hallway of? The school. Oh. In fact, we're going to be in the hallway of the school for, like, a bunch of cutscenes for a while. The first third of the episode is in the hallway. Yeah. Um, we're in the hallway, and Angela and Topanga are coming out of Mr. Feeney's class, and Angela's asking Topanga what's going on with her. She's like, Mr. Feeney asked 20 questions, and you only answered 12 of them. Like, what is wrong with you? And Topanga's like, I just, ever since I found this note to Corey from Lauren in his backpack, or on the ground after he dropped it, whatever, Whatever happened she with it. She didn't say what happened. She just said, I found this note. After I found this note, like, I've just been really concerned, uncertain, whatever. And and uh, Angela's like, Lauren? Like, stay up all night talking, Lauren? What, she has more to say? She should start a radio show. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, she's like, so what does it say? And Topanga says, I haven't read it. And She's like, no, really. What's it say? Yeah, she said, you did a really good job resealing this. And Topanga's like, um, no, I really didn't read it. And then Topanga, or, uh, Angela grabs it and like... Well, first she says, she says, um, oh, look, we got a new saint in town. Saint Topanga of the deep, deep denial. <laughs> Angela's so good. And then she, yeah, she just goes, oops, and rips it open. Mm-hmm. And then she starts to read it. And Topanga's like, I am not reading that. I just want to burn it. She said, I don't want anything to affect my relationship with Corey. Mm-hmm. And Angela's like, oh, you don't need to burn this because it is already on fire. And now... Or does she say smoking? She says smoking, but I wasn't going to correct you. And then um, Topanga is super interested now. She's like, give me that. And now Angela won't give it to her. She's like, you probably don't want to read this. And so they struggle for a couple of minutes and Topanga ends up getting it from her and starts reading it and it's, it does not go well. She just says, oh no, I think. Mm-hmm. And then we cut to a different part of the hallway. Uh, where Sean and Corey are talking about Valentine's Day. And um, they're talking about like what their plans are. Sean and- doesn't want to do Valentine's Day. Like he's nervous about it. Mm-hmm. And Corey's like, well, why would you be nervous now? You actually have a girlfriend for Valentine's Day. And Sean's like, that's why I'm nervous. Right. There's like a lot of expectations for Valentine's Day. He doesn't want to mess up his relationship with Angela. Um, and Corey's like, oh, take it from me. The Valentine's veteran. Like, this is what you need to do. You need to get, like, flowers and chocolate and... And Sean says, well, what do you have planned? And Corey says, oh, the best Valentine's Day, the the same thing we always do. We're going to Chubby's and we're going to try to recreate our first date. It's almost like... Um, it's almost like... What's it called when you... It's Oh, uh, Sean's like, it's like you're renewing, renewing your vows. Yeah, and Corey's like, which is very important in your teen years. <laughs> and, uh... I like how self-aware that part was. Yeah. And so he goes, listen, Sean, you need to do exactly what me and Topanga do. And at that moment... We literally just did this a couple episodes ago. Yes, we did. But But at that moment, he says, do exactly what me and Topanga do. Topanga runs in, pushes him against the locker as hard as she can. And he's like, ah, and Sean just like shrugs and he grabs Angela and pushes her up against the locker. And she loves it. Oh, yeah, she does. She absolutely loved it. Yeah. No comment. <laughs> um, but Topanga grabs Corey and she's like, you kissed her? Like. You lied to me? Yeah. You lied to me and you kissed her. And, you know, how am I supposed to trust you after this? Yeah. So now we cut to. Where do we cut to? It's. The hallway. What? The hallway at school. How did we get there? Uh, well, we time traveled and we travel traveled. 
to the floor because Corey is laying on the floor with his head on the lockers and Sean is just like, what? why would you give her the letter? And Corey goes, well, you know, we were just having some downtime on the on the way home on the bus and, and then we, the conversation lulled a bit. So I thought I would just ruin my entire relationship. <laughs> And then he gets he gets angry with Sean. Um, yeah, he gets mad and he says, like, I thought I lost the letter. I didn't know she had it. And um, Sean was just like, well, why would why did you lie to her? He was like, you told me to lie to her. Well, he says, don't jump down my throat. I didn't kiss you. And Corey goes, yeah, but you did tell me to lie about it. And Sean says something like, um, I never thought that a lie would be that big of a problem. And then he goes, tell the, uh, tell the RPE teacher that I have malaria. Mm-hmm. So he walks away and then Corey walks up the hallway and there's a group of three girls. And they're just like randomly talking really loudly about Corey and Topanga. Three girls that we've seen before. Mm-hmm. Um, they, most notably, I didn't recognize the other two immediately, mm-hmm. but n- most notably is Dana from Sean's past. Uh, His first real foray into trying to have a real relationship. He really liked her. He really liked her and he wanted it to be serious and he tried really hard with that one. Mm-hmm. Um, the but- other one I recognize right away as Jennifer, which is the one that um, didn't like Corey and hated Corey. Sean's relationship with Corey was a deal breaker. And Sean was like, I'm not going to not be friends with my best friend. And she was like, Okay, cool. I don't like you anymore. We are breaking up in yep. the middle of the hallway. Yeah, that was an affair to remember, I think. Was that what it's called? I can't remember. Was that in a Futurama episode? <laughs> <laughs> Let's play Futurama. It was, or it was an affair to remember or um, affair to forget. Or something like that. I feel like there was also a Futurama episode called that, and that's why my brain. Well, there's did that. a movie called that. Well, oh, and so then okay. it's all—all all of those are a playoff oh, of the movie. We're all playing off. I'm playing off a movie right now. Yeah, what movie? Fair to remember. <laughs> um, fair to remember. My fair to remember. Um, so anyway, and the third girl is uh, Libby. We don't really know much about her. If you if you remember. Now, maybe you're like me and you looked it up and you know the answer. Or maybe you're like me and you went, hey, do you remember her? Because that's what I did. And Alden was like, I'm looking her up right now. And I did. Yep. Um, but no, you probably wouldn't remember her unless you got a really good memory. Um, she was from the episode with... Um, Missy. Missy. When Missy kisses Corey and Corey says, I kissed missy to topanga <laughs> and Corey doesn't tell her what actually happened is which missy came on to him and right. forced herself on him but when that's all happening this girl libby seduces well she flirts with sean to try to convince him to to get his attention so that that missy can get Corey's attention right that's i don't even think we had a name for her in that episode. I don't think so either. Um, but anyway. And that was what season? Third? I think that was third season, maybe early fourth. Dana was fourth. Dana was fourth. And Jennifer was fourth. And Jennifer was fourth. All of these were two years ago. Ish. Just, it, at least a year ago. I think they were all at least two years ago. Um, if not longer. Um, and that's, that's uh, an important distinction to make, I guess, at this point. But... We'll get there. Sean was living with Mr. Turner when he dated Dana, right? Um, well, yeah, yes. because that's what broke them up. Right. Because Mr. The Turner mom. started dating Dana's mom. Right. So that was a long time ago. Yeah. That's going to be important. <laughs> Just saying. Get your highlighters out. And highlight <laughs> that part of our podcast. Um, anyway. So the least good part of the episode, Corey's walking by and they're talking about Corey. Did you hear that Corey Matthews kissed a girl at the ski trip and he lied to Topanga about it? And Corey goes, well, I heard you're really a man. 
And Jennifer is delightful and is like, so what? And he freaks out and walks away. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, that was a very high school joke, I guess. Or it was a very high school joke. It was very gross. And like that experience is not a weapon. And right, it sucked. Um, but he hates her. I don't know. That again is no, not no, a no. weapon. What he said is not okay, and and it doesn't make it a a, a good right insult. It doesn't make it an insult at all. Um, it's just that he's a dumb teenager, and he's in high school, and mm-hmm. he hates her. Mm-hmm. Um, so hopefully somebody grabbed him and and taught him that that's not how you should talk. But I'm gonna guess no one. I'm did gonna that. guess no too. So anyway, where do we go now? Oh, we stay there. The girls are all talking about how mm. Corey lied and um, how, um, oh, Angela walks by. Right. And they're like, Angela, why do you think Corey lied to Topanga? And he, she's just like, why are you even in their business right now? How do you even know about this? And she has picked up like the school newspaper and they grab it from her and show her the front page, which is bonkers it, it's a joke tanya it's i a, know but it's so crazy but anyway it's about cory and topanga and angela's just like whatever you guys need to stay out of their business um and they're like well you know it just goes are, to show uh, like all men are pigs and dogs oh yes dogs and she's like no not all men are dogs and i think is it dana that's like whatever you've got cujo yeah and and Angela's just like, no, I Sean's a really good guy. I don't know what you're talking about. And they all start talking about their experiences with Sean. And, and uh, Dana's like, he took me on a picnic and told me that he would always be there with me. And he wanted to spend Valentine's Day with me. And then uh, Libya's like, well, I only got a week with him. and But he also told me that he was going to spend Valentine's Day with me. And Jennifer was like, well, I got two weeks and we are supposed to have Valentine's Day together. Like, so the lore is he set up a Valentine's Day for this particular year (laughs) with all three of these people from various years of his life. Uh But he's not going to go on this date with them because he's going with Angela. Right. And they're like, we can't let sean do this to angela they did so they did make it sound like it was all in the same year no they did and and later they say that for sure right but then they also said like he came up with this excuse as to why he couldn't go with me and he made this excuse as to why he couldn't go with me and that the way that they said it made it sound like it was different valentine's days yeah now this episode's all over the place for so many reasons yes um Anyway, so they're all very mad about Sean bailing on them. But as we discussed previously, and Tanya highlighted with the big yellow marker, um, none of these relationships ended this way. Now, it's believable to think that Sean would have relationships that ended this way. Mm-hmm. But we've seen these ones. We've seen all of these relationships end differently than these girls have said that they did. Yeah. Anyway. So it's weird. Um, but they they are worried about Angela. That is what their story is, that they're worried about Sean hurting Angela. Angela goes to talk to Sean. Mm-hmm. Um, and they kind of talk about Corey and Topanga a little bit and about what's going on with them. And Sean fesses up completely well, to the she, fact that he's the one who told Corey to lie. She almost like... She insults him and he like defends himself. Mm-hmm. She says, uh, why would Corey lie to Topanga? And like who would tell him to do that? And Sean's like, it's the best thing I could think of at the time. And she's like, you would, you told him to do that? And then she says, like, would you lie to me? And he's like, no. And she's like, you answered that way too fast. Mm-hmm. And he was like, I wouldn't lie to you. I wouldn't want to disappoint you. Like, I really like you. No, I wouldn't. And while they're having this conversation and Angela's she believes Sean. Mm-hmm. Um, I think she kisses him. But the, they the, talk about Valentine's Day and that they want to keep it low key. Angela and Sean. Mm. They talk about what they're going to do for Valentine's Day. But while all this is going on, the three X's are lurking in the background, just like 
the, very obviously the evil stepsisters in Cinderella like plotting. They're ten feet away. Uh huh. No one is in between them and Angela and Sean. Like there's nothing going on at all. Mm-hmm. They're just standing there staring at them. Yeah. All right, so we go back to, or we go to the apartment. We're at we, the apartment. We leave the school oh, hallway. Thank God, I was feeling imprisoned in the school hallway. Okay, so we go to the apartment, and what happens? Uh, Jack is coming down the stairs, and he's very perturbed because he does not have a Valentine's Day, and he's just like, I can't believe that Valentine's is just the scam, and the greeting card companies set this all up, and which BTW Jack is true. Yes. You're not wrong. Yeah, but it's not a scam, like, if, unless all holidays are scams. Well, all right. Let's, They're fun. Let's I love holidays. Let's have a chat about holidays. Let me just call up my friend Lacey Mosley and ask her if holidays are a scam. Who? Scam Goddess. Oh, okay. Um, scam Goddess is a very good podcast and everybody should be listening to it. Everybody should be listening to Boy Meets Girl Meets Boy Meets World. They are listening to Boy Meets Girl Meets Boy Meets World right now. All right. So if you ever want to listen to something else on a Tuesday, because we know we are your Monday podcast, Tuesday podcast should be Scam Goddess with Lacey Mosley because it is so good. Or Glass Cannon Podcast. I don't know that that's as good. It's probably a little bit better. No, no. Scam Goddess is so good. All right, we're going to have a podcast fight, so we're going to take a break. Uh, We'll be back with you after these messages. Is the message to listen to Scam Goddess? No, it's to listen to Glass Cannon. No. (laughs) Anyway, um, we're in the apartment. Jack's uh, upset about Valentine's Day. It's all one big scam, and Eric just, like, cuts him off, and he's like, don't have a date, huh? And Jack is like, no. And Eric's like valentine's day is for you to rejoice in your solitude and kiss it on the lips and that is my favorite thing i've ever seen and it should go in a hallmark card well next valentine's day you should embrace your solitude and kiss it on the lips i embrace my solitude every valentine's day because mm. we don't really do anything for valentine's day. not much yeah we just hang out yeah it's whatever get some chocolates yeah, from our kids, because mm-hmm. we buy them chocolates, and then we eat them. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> that is what we do. Um, anyway, were we talking about a Boy Meets World episode? Yes. Because it seems so, like we're not. So they talk about the fact that like they don't have anything going on for Valentine's Day. They move to the kitchen. Sean comes down, and he's got like a big, huge box of chocolate. And Jack is just like, well, I see you've got a date. And Sean's like, yeah, I'm actually going to do that this year. And they're like, chocolate, it must be pretty special. And they kind of give him a hard time in a very big brotherly way. Um, And then um, they hear the door and Sean goes to it thinking that it's Angela. And when he opens the door, there's nobody there. There's just like flowers on the ground. He picks them up and he reads the note. And it's like, I can't wait for our Valentine's Day. Meet me at the boathouse at such and such time. Love, Angela. Yeah. And and as all this is going on, Jack is like, do you think she even likes you as much as you like her? And then he's like, oh, I guess she does. And then Sean walks away all, like, excited. Mm-hmm. And uh, who is it? One of them says, uh, I don't remember if it was Jack or Eric. And they go, hey, next next Valentine's Day? Let's have dates. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we go to the boathouse. Uh, Sean comes in and he's like, Angela, I'm here for a day. What is the boathouse? I'm guessing it's a boathouse. Yeah, but like. A house for boats. Yeah. There's kayaks on the wall. Yeah. But like it's winter, uh-huh. so there aren't people there because nobody's taking their boats out. Right. A boathouse would be where like people store the stuff that they need for their boats, like at the marina. You're at a marina, and all the just, boats are parked. It's just opened? Probably not. That's probably the illogical part of the situation, but it's not weird that there would be a boat. There house. are like crates laying around everywhere. Yeah, it's February. Nobody's going anywhere on their boats. Nobody puts their their stuff in like 
Rubbermaid boxes? It's they've got they got all, they all got to get wooden crates. No, the their stuff is in the boat. But like sometimes people can lock their keys, their boat keys and stuff in the boathouse, and so they put those in the crate. <laughs> no, this would be <laughs> in lock boxes. A crate full of just each crate has one pair of keys in it, <laughs> and they have to like crowbar. That's preposterous. They have to crowbar it open just to get their keys out. Did, oh, did you say you you were the Johnsons? Oh, I got the Robinsons <laughs> keys. We gotta hammer this this crate back it's up it's like full of like shredded paper or whatever to like keep the keys safe they have to like dig through mm-hmm. it just to get to this one tiny key mm-hmm. oh it's so funny <laughs> um anyway so the crates of keys are all about and sean is also about but there's nothing else they're like there's no one else around sean is just like huh just like a woman can't be on time to their own date well he says like romantic rendezvous he's like always late to their own romantic rendezvous which is like weird yeah uh and um jennifer comes out which i love jennifer in this episode actually yes i hate her because of the last episode the last episode i hated her in but she has completely forgotten why she wasn't with sean which makes me hate her more (laughs) i just really like how she presents herself in this episode no i do anyway so she comes out and she's just like just like a man won't even uh they don't even know when they're being set up by their ex-girlfriends which i thought was good and i maybe that's why i like her in this episode Mm. and i like how he i liked how she like barked back at Corey in the hallway too like yeah but um she was very mean to Corey. She tried to break Sean and Corey up. That's true. But as we have seen throughout these episodes, that may not have been a bad idea. Oh, that's true. <laughs> that's true, actually. I think she had, was onto something there. In hindsight, yeah. Uh, anyway, um, so yeah, she like ominously walks in and Sean's like, what are you doing here? And she's like, just keeping our dates for Valentine's Day. Or did and, Dana say that? Um, I don't remember. They're but, all blonde, every single one of them, and they are somehow friends with each other, even though they're all like Sean's exes. Besties. Um, yeah. So Dana walks in and she's carrying handcuffs, and Sean is like, "Oh, your your tastes have changed since we went ice skating last time." And she's like, "A lot of things have changed, Sean, but not you." And, like, they handcuff him to, like, and a then they go, pipe. And Angela thinks you've changed, but she's wrong, and we're here to prove it. Which is weird, because who are they proving it to? Just Sean. Angela's not even there. Yeah, pretty weird. Like, through this whole thing, I'm like, why? So they got Sean there. Why didn't they also get Angela there to yeah. watch it happen? Right. No, I don't. I don't understand the plan, other than kidnapping and... Um, I don't know. They think they're paybacking him, <laughs> paybacking him for the way they broke up when they broke up with him. Yeah. I don't is, know. It's bizarre. Anyway, so, um, what happens now? Uh, they tape his mouth shut. He's handcuffed to like a stovepipe in the middle. I don't think there was a stove there, but I swear it's a stovepipe that they handcuff him to. Um... And then we go back to Jack and Eric. Oh, yeah, at the apartment where Jack is calling random people. And he's just like, Well, not hey. random people. Like, I guess people from his little black book. He's like, hey, so-and-so. Melissa. Uh, I don't know why I remember Melissa? that. Yeah, he's like, Melissa, do you remember me? Oh, I remember why I remember that. Because he goes, oh, oh, it's sister Melissa now. Oh. Oh, yeah, you still hot? Oh, Okay. Bye. And Eric comes over and he's like, you gave up way too easily. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, they're just still trying to find dates. They're still trying to find dates. And then there's a knock at the door and they walk up and get it's it. And it's Angela. Angela. Yeah. And she's like, I'm here for Sean. And they're like, Sean left. Why did they not say he got the note from you and he went to meet you? Like. Yeah. They saw him read a note out loud uh-huh. from Angela that said, meet me at the boathouse. Yeah. 
then it would have given her a chance to be like, I didn't write a note to him. Mm-hmm. And they were they would be like, it's right here. Was he carrying the flowers to the boathouse? When no. he walked in, was he carrying the flowers? No, he left them there. So they're there. They are there. And they couldn't be like, the I flowers. Jack the flowers right them. here yeah. that you sent to Sean. Here's mm-hmm. the note that you sent to Sean. Mm-hmm. And she could be like, oh my gosh, I didn't do that. Immediately, she would know something was wrong and that Sean wasn't trying to get out of the date with her. But they almost feel like, oh, we can't tell her what ha- what happened. He's yeah. He must be lying to her. Yeah, but they were right there. They, yeah. Um, All right. But then we go to the... Um, Matthew's kitchen. Oh, no. First, we go back to the boathouse. Oh, okay. we, we go back to the boathouse and they've got um sean like they're 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 doing the trial of sean hunter they've said and they're very bad lawyers they are libby's going after him and saying some things and he's like listen i'm i'm not hurting angela right now you are hurting angela you're keeping me from my date with her good point sean well libby doesn't think so but Libby's Dana, a bad lawyer. But Dana jumps in and she's like, maybe we should let Sean talk. And Sean's like, I always did think you were the, the reasonable one. And Ste- uh, Stephanie? Jennifer? What? Jennifer. <laughs> Jennifer is like, what was I? And he's like, eh. She's always been scary to them because she's yeah. tall and she's a strong woman. Yes, and she's terrible. I don't know necessarily that she was terrible. She was in that episode, for sure. Right. But maybe she saw what we are now seeing, where it's that Sean should have separated himself from Corey for a bit so that he could make his own decisions and not do everything that Corey does because Corey is fucking up. I understand where you're coming from now, but she sucked then. Yes, I agree. She was... And and not only that, but she... They broke up. She got back together with Sean just to break them up, uh, break up Sean and Corey. Mm-hmm. Like, she didn't want to be with Sean. She was trying to save Sean from Corey. She hated Sean. She was mad at him. She wanted to ruin his relationship with Corey. Mm-hmm. That's so she did. It wasn't. All I'm saying is that now, where we are now, where we have watched most of Sean's mistakes come from the fact that he's trying to be like Corey, that wasn't that bad. The ends don't justify the means. I think we should talk about this more after the episode. Okay. Um, anyway, so they are berating Sean. Sean is trying to defend himself, and he's saying, like, look, I would never do that to Angela. I care about Angela. And Dana's like, wait, you don't? You didn't care about me? And he's like, well, I, I did at the time. And then it goes around the room. Um, right. They all have things to say. And he kind of is like, yeah, I care about all of you at the time. But like things change. And they're like, yeah, we don't want Angela to get hurt. Like she is our friend and we don't want that to happen to her. And he's like, it won't. And they're like, that's not true. And while they are arguing about this, you see two little heads pop up in the window. It's Jack and Eric. Uh, they are each other's Valentine's dates to the boathouse and where J- they see Sean handcuffed the stovepipe and they're just like eric says he lied to angela so he could go to the boathouse with these three ex-girlfriends and jack says he doesn't look like he's having a very good time and he's handcuffed right and eric goes that's his problem Mm -hmm. because eric would love to be handcuffed to a stovepipe by three girls yep so we go now back to the Matthews kitchen. The Matthews kitchen where Corey is on the phone, right? Well, no, Morgan. Morgan is bouncing in the back door with two giant things of chocolates under her arm. And I think Alan says something like, how did someone who's already so sweet get so much candy? Something like that. And she says, well, one is from Jeff and one is from Terry. I don't remember the names. <laughs> and I haven't decided which boy I want to date yet. And uh, Alan says something like, we are raising quite the confused lady, aren't we? And then he says something about, like, he didn't get Amy chocolate. She says, yeah, well, at least she got chocolate. And he's like, well, you said you were watching your weight. And then I punched the television. Now our television is broken. We don't have one anymore. 
<laughs> we do still have a television. In fact, I was the one that went, damn, Alan. And Tanya just like kept writing notes. Yeah, there were so many notes to write. I was still back at the boathouse at that point. <laughs> so we still have a TV. Don't worry. Um, if we lost our TV, we wouldn't be able to do this podcast anymore. Yeah, because we don't have a TV in every single room of our house. How weird is 2021? Not only do we have TVs in every, every room, but like if something were to happen, I have a tablet. Something happens to that, one of our phones. Something happens to those, one of our children's phones. Something happens to that, we could probably watch, uh, uh, control our neighbor's TV through their Wi-Fi from a, Alexa. Alexa. Don't say her name. I said it name. quietly and like mumbled it. Anyway, so... Um, Alan is like, well, Eric said that you didn't, you would rather have cash and gives Amy money, and I don't know. So that's the end of that scene. That's the end of the B plot. Um, yeah, that's it. I mean, well, the B plot to me was like Eric and Jack wanting dates for Valentine's Day. This was like a teeny tiny little C plot that they just like splashed in there, but it was to show, I guess, Corey was on the phone. So now we see Corey on the phone, and he's like, I'd like to order 10 dozen roses for Topanga Lawrence. Do you know how many roses 10 dozen roses are? It's a, it's 120. Tanya. Yeah. Do you know how <laughs> much money oh, yeah. 10 dozen roses are? Yeah, it's a lot. Like, do you know how much money a dozen roses is? Like, if you order them from a florist? I'm just, you, are you expecting answers to these questions? Yes. Or... <laughs> okay. Do you? I mean, yeah, they're like 20 bucks-ish for a dozen, right? At the grocery store, he's calling a florist. A dozen roses is a lot of money. Well... He's about to drop like $600. Anyway, the point is, uh, anytime you find yourself in that situation where you're doing that, you're probably not doing the right thing. Mm -hmm. If you're buying a girl uh, uh, 10 dozen roses, you aren't doing the right thing. Yeah. Like you're overcompensating for the fact that you did something wrong. Or you're trying to win over a girl who doesn't like you or whatever. Like right. just back off relax. Well don't relax because you fucked up, but back well, off for sure. Yes. <laughs> Tanya's very angry. <laughs> I <laughs> I have watched uh, a feminist movie today. <laughs> yeah, she did. She watched... What movie Moxie. was that? Moxie. Moxie. That was a really good movie. It was good. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was definitely a good movie. Um. Anyway. So now I am in feminist mode. Yeah. And but, Corey really screwed up. But here's the thing. The the Moxie movie, all of the feminist stuff and all of the, 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 the girl drama, the, the real life girl drama felt very real. Yes. Feminine drama. Right. This was three... Uh, shitty ex-girlfriends being shitty. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. They they were not that. I was talking about Corey needs to back off from Topanga. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, when you have been a shitty person to a girl, like, back off. Do not keep coming on too strong. They do not want it. Right. And he is acting like she needs to leave this. Like, what is her big big deal now? This mm -hmm. it, this was a week ago or whatever. Right. Um. Anyway. I feel um, like this episode is very disjointed. It is. It is very disjointed. Um, so he is calling this florist. There's a knock on the back door. It's Angela. So he hangs up the phone before he makes that order. Um, Angela comes in and is like, hey, is Sean here? And he's like, N no, he's not. Or he basically acts like he's not going to answer her question because he's so used to covering up Sean's lies. That's what we're getting from that. Right. And um, Angela looks like hurt and confused and the phone rings and Corey goes over to answer it and it's Eric. Um, well, and, and Corey also says, um, well, you can't just because of one missed date, you can't doubt your whole relationship. A relationship is built off of trust. Right. Trust first, then like don't doubt first. Right. And she's like, that's really interesting that you're... Uh, saying that in the current situation that you're in. And he's like, well, this is only my current situation, Angela. I liked what he said there. 
that it's only my current situation. Where he was saying, like, my current situation is just my current situation. Like, I get that we don't want him to come on too strong with Topanga, but taking situations, like, and not expecting them to stay the same, like, proactively trying to change them as a general rule, not in this situation, but, like, as a general rule, I would say that's kind of a good thing to say. It It is, unless you're using it to justify being a shitty person. Right. Right. Because any, I mean, if you're being a shitty person, it doesn't matter what you're using to say. A lot of people will will say the right thing just because it's the time to say that. Right. I just never heard it put that way. And it mm. kind of resonated with me a little bit. Mm, like, I, see. I am not in a situation where I kissed a guy and then lied to you Where's about my 10 dozen roses, dear? I don't have $600 to buy 10 dozen roses for you. I'm just going to back off and let you handle this mentally on your own. Okay. Just kidding. I didn't kiss anybody. <laughs> also, neither did Corey, but whatever. He did lie. Right. Anyway, so he gets a phone call. He goes and he answers it. Um, he's like, oh, what? No. Uh, where's Sean? Sean did what? And Angela's like, <gasps> and he's like, no, he didn't. He's where? Oh, no, Angela's right here. And then you hear, like, on the other line, you hear Eric and Jack just, like... Yelling. Uh... Anyway, so we go back to the boathouse. Back to the boathouse full of keys. Tanya's going to change her paper. It's going to take me 25 minutes because yeah. my pages are stuck together. Uh, we go back to the boathouse... What did you bring a newspaper? I had a lot of pages of notes for this one. That was one page that you turned. <laughs> All right. So Dana uh, Dana is talking to um Sean and talking about how like this is where we hear them talk about their breakup situations. Yeah, it's the I just wrote, we're hearing some bullshit from these girls because none of it happened. Yeah, Dana's talking about how he was her, he said he would be her boyfriend just to go out with her and she believed him and, and he said he liked her, but he didn't love her and she didn't understand that, but she did understand when he stopped calling. And it's like, that, that's not how that went down even slightly, Dana. I mean, unless he got back together with every single one of these girls, like, a year after he dated them before. But Sean doesn't do that. No. Two weeks. That's the rule. Until Angela. Yeah. So then Libby talks about how he came over. They made out for three hours. And uh, that he said she, he liked her. And okay. And Libby, you did, you haven't, since that time, you haven't just, like frivolously made out with someone since Sean two years ago? But he does say, yeah, people grow, Libby. I ha Also, I had another date that night. And Jennifer goes, oh, yeah, with me. <laughs> um, and I don't remember how it comes up, but then Jennifer gets mad and she's like, yeah, well, it's not like that curly-haired boy. Yeah, or like they talk about how Sean doesn't care about anyone else but sean except for maybe that curly haired mm. boy that's right because she hates him mm -hmm. um so jack and eric walk in right yeah, yeah jack and eric walk in and jack immediately tries to vouch for sean he's like this is my brother and he's a good person and he wouldn't treat people badly and blah 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 and then you turn look at Eric, who's like cuddled up with Jennifer, mm -hmm. and she's like stroking the side of his face, and he's like purring like a cat, basically. And um, so like he's not going to be any help. Mm -hmm. And Jack is just like they they come at Jack. They start saying things to him, and he's like, "I object," and this is why. And they're like, "Okay, why?" And he's like, "Because he's a guy." And all guys are stupid and why was i cursed to be born this way and then he puts his head on libby's shoulder mm -hmm. yeah so uh that's when when sean is just like hey look i promised angela i would be with her tonight you're ruining that and dana goes 
You promised me six months ago. Nuh-uh. No, didn't happen, Dana. <laughs> um, and then apparently he promised all three of them this six months ago. Yeah. And we know for a fact that's not true. Yeah. It's weird. So, like, Sean's been trying to acclimate to living in a college community with his brother that he doesn't know. He's got a pig to take care of, apparently, in his closet. Like, and... He was pursuing Angela for like two weeks when he didn't know who she was. Mm-hmm. These girls are nuts. And then the door busts open and in comes superhero Angela. And she's just she like... Corey. Um, Yeah, but it was really Angela. Because mm-hmm. um, she like runs in there. Corey just like sheepishly exists there. Right. Uh, and she's like, what are you doing to Sean? Let him go. And they're like, we're just trying to show you how bad he is. Like, we're doing this for you. We're your friend. And um, Corey comes in. And um, I think it's, is it Libby? That's just like, here's a good example. Like, why did you lie to Topanga? Well, Corey says, Corey starts to try to defend Sean. And he's like, look, he made one mistake. It's not that big a deal. And I feel like it was Jennifer. Uh, Jennifer. But that would mean she would have to actually look at Corey without spitting on him, and I feel like it is that wasn't realistic. It is Jennifer, and she's like, it's interesting coming from you. You lied to Topanga Lawrence. Um, and they have a whole conversation about the fact that like, if someone like Corey can do something that bad, then there really isn't hope for any other guy. Which, which... again, is implying that Corey's like the good guy? He's not. Right. Also... Yeah, he lied, but can we please stop acting like he did anything wrong other than that? He didn't kiss her. That's true. That's true, but he did lie, and he did want to be with this girl, kind of. Yeah. So, he did... I I don't think that's entirely true. Like, I think this is a situation where he did kind of cheat on Topanga. Maybe, like, I don't know. Yes. He made it very, very clear to Lauren that he did, he was not on the market for a relationship. He said it over and over again. He said that he was not going to do anything to hurt Topanga mm-hmm. over and over again. She kissed him. She wrote a note to him saying, I loved our kiss. She actually did all of this. That's true. That's true. He lied, yes, but he wasn't, again, just like last week, he wasn't lying because he did something wrong. He was lying because he knew that no matter what, it would hurt her. Right. And that she would fly off the handle. Fair. Fair. Point, Tanya. Anyway, so... Corey starts to give, like, an impassioned speech about, you know, relationships aren't supposed to be perfect. It's not possible for them to be perfect. They are supposed to be, you know, two people who get to know each other and all of that jazz, like, and that learn to trust each other. And sometimes mistakes happen, but it's about, like, forgiving and growing together. And they're all just like, oh, okay, whatever. And Topanga comes in (laughs) how does she know they were all at the boathouse uh it sounds to me so what she says is they wanted me to know how you really felt or something like that she says um um i wanted to know if i could still trust you Mm -hmm. like so i how did she get to the boathouse i think she knew that this was going on i i don't think so so then why did she think that she would go to the boathouse? And why did she think that that would tell her whether or not she could trust Corey? I don't think that's what she was implying. I think she what she was said, implying was, like, basically, like, I've been waiting to find out this from you. And now I have. Like, what you said was just beautiful. Mm. There's There was nothing I felt like that implied she knew to come to the boathouse for some reason. She just showed up there. Uh, I would imagine Angela called her and said, hey, I'm going to the boathouse. Apparently Sean's there. Corey is. But then Corey would know, huh? Yeah. You know what? They aren't walking around with cell phones. All right. So anyway, well, 
Topanga just miraculously shows up. And Corey has superpowers. Yeah. So Corey is just like, you know what? I want to forget that this happened. And she's like, yeah, we can't do like we can't act like nothing happened. We can't go back to before this happened. Because he says, let's start over. And she's like, we can't start over. They've been married for 25 years. They can't start over. That's ridiculous. Right. Um, And he's like, come on, like, let's just let's do what we always do. Let's go to Chubby's. Let's have a nice date. And she's just kind of leaves him. Yeah. And uh, Sean starts to, to Angela starts to like walk away. She's like, look, Sean, like we got to go. And he's like, no, hold on. Um, I just I need to say like they're not wrong. They're right. Mm-hmm. I was awful to them, mm-hmm. which again, y- you were probably. Yes, he was Sean. awful to girls like he didn't actually care about girls. Right. And yeah. And he was bad to them. Like even though he they were the the break uppers break uppers that's definitely the word I was thinking mm-hmm. of I'm very eloquent um so even though they initiated the breakups he was bad in their relationships mm-hmm. uh, he tried with Dana but he was still not a great boyfriend right and he explains why right now mm-hmm. and he says like I dated all of you and. Gave you guys like false promises because I was looking for what Corey and Topanga have. I was trying to find that. I was trying to make myself feel that way. I thought if I said those things and did those things that that's where it would get me. And then when I didn't feel them, I just thought like, well, oh, well. Mm -hmm. Um, And he apologizes to them for that. Yeah, he apologizes and then he goes to Angela and he's like, "Look, I don't I don't want to make the same mistake with you. Like I want I want to be your friend before anything else." Right. And she goes, "And tell me why you want us to take things slow and start off as friends." And he goes, "I don't want to and, and she's like, because like, you care about me? And it was like, really cute. And he's like, I'm not talking. It was really cute. It was really cute. So they leave. And they they tell Corey to come with them. They're like, mm-hmm. Corey, don't be alone tonight. Like, come with us. Hang right. out. And he's like, no, I'm going to Chubby's because Topanga's going to be there. And uh, I think Angela's like, oh, like, he's going to be there for Topanga. Right. And it almost seemed like Sean was... Like, hey, dude, <laughs> she's not going to be there. Like, right. come on. We're hanging out as friends, so come hang out with us. Right. So, anyway. Uh, then Eric and Jack, like, walk over, slide up to the, the three X's. Yeah, they've got Valentine's dates now. Yeah. Off they go. Eric is, like, flirty with Jennifer, and mm-hmm. and they they say, like, maybe you just need to, you just haven't found the right guys yet. Right. And... Let's all go out to dinner. Mm-hmm. And they all get up and start walking away. And then Eric turns around, walks back, and grabs the handcuffs that were there and walks back out. He made it very clear that he loves handcuffs. Yep. He certainly did. So where do we go now? post credit scene. We're in the credits. post credit. They're running. Stop. They're going. So who, post the, is after. The credits stopped? The credits stopped? No, they're going. You said stop. Hmm. Ha, ha, ha. So... We're in Chubby's. Mm-hmm. The credits are rolling. Corey's sitting by himself all sad. The music is beautiful and sad. <laughs> and we see him sitting by himself for a good 25 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Just like with this music playing in the background. And then someone walks in and it's not Topanga. It's Sean and Angela. They came to be with him while he was lonely because Topanga didn't show up. Yep. And that's the episode. And that's the end of the episode. Tanya, how did you feel about this episode? It's an important question because last week I made it clear that I don't remember liking this episode. So it's, let's see how it played out. I didn't really like this episode. Huh. 
Um, I actually remember liking this episode when I was younger. And I think it was just because, like, we see Alex Mack again, and it's always nice to see familiar faces. Um, And they always, like, marketed the episodes with people that we know Mm -hmm. as, like, a big deal. And at this point, I think 10 Things I Hate About You was Mm -hmm. starting to come out, and everyone was just like, yes, this is so exciting. She's in it. Um, so I think because they're always marketed that way, those were the things that people were talking about after the episode aired, but it was very disjointed. It was very weird the way that they just like kept pushing home the fact that these girls were asked out for this specific Valentine's day. And it's just, there's no way that that was a thing that happened. Um, Corey said some good stuff, but he wasn't handling the situation well at all, as as he never does. Um, at one point, Corey says, Sean made mistakes and he learns from them, which is kind of true. Yeah. Sean does learn from his mistakes. We've talked about this before, is that that is the difference between the two of them. Because Corey doesn't learn from his mistakes. He's been in this exact situation with Topanga years ago. Yeah. And he didn't learn anything from that. Yeah. Like, he could have learned that an open conversation with her saying, hey, I hung out with her all night and it was nice and she was a great person that I liked hanging out with. And then she kissed me Mm -hmm. and I made it very clear to her that I was not into that. Like, we were not going to be a thing. I love you. I want to be with you. Because that is what happened. Mm -hmm. But he never talk to her about it right instead he lied to her about it she was worried about it to begin with because he stayed up all night and if he had just talked to her it probably would have gone a lot better and that's something he could have learned a thousand years ago when it happened before not only could he have learned it then but he could have learned it now like he's in the moment right now Mm -hmm. he he still hasn't talked to Topanga about it. Mm-hmm. He's still, like, she found out about it because of the letter, and his only communication with her is sending her roses and trying to tell her to forget about it. Right. Right. So, I don't know. That's frustrating. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know that that's really unrealistic, though. Like, they are kids. Right. And as kids, it is easier to be scared and kind of try to overcompensate for the issues because you think it's a quick fix than actually work through them. Mm-hmm. Um, I think adults are like that yeah. too. Um, but I don't know. It was a really frustrating episode and I really love Sean and Angela mm-hmm. like so much. I love the way that Angela really brings out the best in Sean and does it so naturally and I love that Sean it's so weird to see Ryder Strong portray this character right now as someone who genuinely loves this girl Mm -hmm. because he's playing it perfectly right um when he's talking to her about just being her friend because he wants them to be able to progress naturally and it be a good and healthy thing Mm mm-hmm it looked like a real person talking about that, not just like a sitcom actor. Right. It was, that part was really good. Um, but like Jack and Eric's stuff was weird and, and not, it didn't feel cohesive with the episode. Um, Corey was, Corey and Topanga was obviously portrayed as like overbearing and controlling. And then Alan, for the two seconds that Alan was in the episode, I was just like, oh, my God, Alan, I thought you redeemed yourself the last time we saw you. Like, you learned something. How could you say that to her? Yeah. I don't know. My feelings on the episode are disjointed because the episode was so disjointed. So I didn't really like it. But how did you feel about this episode? Uh, well, I started out going in thinking I wasn't going to like it, and I ended it not liking it, is mm-hmm. what happened. Um, you said a lot of the same the stuff that I would say. Um, it, it 
I really hate it. And I think I remember like feeling this way when it first came out. Like I love Alex Mack. Uh, and I love 10 things I hate about you. So obviously like I was excited to see Dana again, mm-hmm. but it didn't make sense. Right. It didn't make sense at all. Um, because those two episodes with her earlier on were important episodes. They right. were very important for Sean and Sean's growth as a character. And they boiled it down to this weird, um, like shallow little fling that Sean had when it was incredibly important. Right. It was the first time that he decided he really liked a girl and he was going to try and she she didn't want to be just another makeout buddies. Mm-hmm. And he he tried to change that. Um, so it was just frustrating to see that. And I, I didn't like Jennifer. I didn't like her in her last episode. I didn't like her here. Um, and Libby didn't even make sense. Mm -hmm. Um, I do think this episode could have played a lot differently Mm -hmm. if they had three random girls. Yes. And I know that then you don't have Alex Mack and then you don't have the, the, the history of this other of Jennifer disliking Corey, mm-hmm. you do away with all that. Mm-hmm. Three random girls, because that would be believable. It's a really weird thing to see them try to bring in um, a like continuing story in a show that has a really shitty timeline as it is. Right. Because at that point, when Sean dated Dana... They were in like eighth grade yeah. and then they skipped a thousand grades and now they're seniors, but this is supposed to be like the same year and yeah. it's so weird. Yeah. No, it, and it's funny too that, that the last episode was written by the same people and, and was so much better mm-hmm. and was so well written and all of the interactions seemed so believable and, and, and real. And I'm sure part of that, um, was, uh, Linda Cardellini um, but the writing was really good. Right. And really natural. I wonder if they were just going to continue into what's going to happen next. Right. I think and so. And that they needed, they were like, hey, we need to space this out. Like the, this is going to be really big. Right. Everyone's going to go crazy and we need to pace this slower than just like boom, boom, boom. I think so, and that that's what I was thinking watching this, is that the real story that they were trying to tell here was the Cory and Topanga um, aren't on the same page mm-hmm. story, um, and, and the Sean stuff was kind of used as the vessel for that. Right. Um, so I do kind of think that that's what happened, is they got kind of forced into making this episode that they didn't plan on Mm -hmm. but that doesn't change the fact that it sucked and more than that i can't believe they planned this episode for our 100th episode how could they yeah i take that personally they didn't even talk to us about it maybe if they had talked to us about it i would feel a little bit less betrayed but it's almost like they didn't they dropped a note on the ground and they were like this is the episode and we were just like i can't believe they didn't tell us they lied to us this whole time and then at the end there were flowers and it told us to meet them at the boathouse and there were handcuffs everywhere (laughs) in crates in crates i opened a crate and it was just handcuffs full of handcuffs (laughs) um anyway it was fun it wasn't a good episode like i i can't even say it was fine i there were parts of it that were enjoyable Mm -hmm. um i do still like sean and angela's interactions even even when i don't know even when the story surrounding sean didn't make a lot of sense him and angela's reactions to each other did make sense Mm -hmm. um she has reason to be concerned Mm -hmm. like he has a storied past, and I'm sure being in the same school with him, she's hearing these things. Okay, you just hit on something that I meant to hit on. Sh- these girls are like, Angela's our friend. We just don't want her to be hurt. She would have known what they went through if she was their friend. Right. Like, it wouldn't have been a thing that they needed to show her, because if she was actually their friend, obviously they have, like... 
meditated on this situation for six months. Or two years. Right. And Angela, as their friend, would have known about it at length, in detail, because they can't let it go. Yeah. They can't let go these that the the two weeks and the one week and the three hours. Right. They haven't moved on from that and they're still like sitting angrily stewing about it. Right. So she would have known. Yeah. No, it, it's... It, I don't know. I don't know what to say. I, I don't want to be just like hating on the episode because there were moments when I laughed and there were moments that I thought mm-hmm. were good. Um, so it's not the worst episode I've ever seen. Yeah. But I think it's one of the worst written episodes I've ever seen. Yeah. As far as like story wise, it was a terribly terrible, terribly. <laughs> I like that terribly. Oh my gosh, it's perfect because they bullied us through this whole episode. It was a terribly. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I'm done. Um, anything you want to say, Tanya? Because we gotta wrap it up. No, it's I already think a that's late one. It. It's a late one, and it happy was happy bi- one hundred. Happy one hundred. Hey, all of you, happy 100. If you're listening to this, either you're cherry picking through episodes and just finding your favorite Which more power to you. Which I would do that. Yeah. But Um, then why'd you pick this one? Yeah, because this one, this is not the one to do that This is a weird choice there, Fred. (laughs) Stop calling our dog out like that. He didn't even move. Nope. He's he's in bed for the night. He was like, no, it's too late for this. (laughs) But for all of you who have made it to this point and have listened to all 100 episodes, that's wild. That is crazy. And we appreciate you so much. We love it so much. But it's also, it's crazy. Yeah. But thank you guys. Thank all of you. Yeah. Thank you so much. Um... Thank you for everybody who finds us on Twitter. At BMG and BMW. <laughs> or emails us. At BMG and BMW at gmail.com. Or everybody who finds us on Facebook. Uh, just type in Boy Meets Girl Meets Boy Meets World into the search bar and Alden will approve you. And um, drop in. Say hi. Yeah, think please I'm a, do. I think I'm going to make a little post where people can say hi for their first post. We have a lot of new members lately. Really? And, yeah. Nobody really talking. I mean, nobody knew. I think it's probably difficult because a lot of the posts are very much episode centric. Not all of them, but but some of them are. And I think especially coming into where we're in season five, which is kind of like that, like catalyst for everything. um, It is very much episode centric, what people are talking about. It, so, it is. Yeah. So you got to be caught up to really have a conversation. Yeah. I know Lauren, who is part of the group, not Lauren from the show, but Lauren, who is part of our group, has been trying to get caught up and she's constantly like, hey, guys, like, can you make sure that there's, you know, an episode thread that I can come back to and comment on or like, oh, you're on the Lauren episode. Like, I always I feel so bad, but. Yeah. Let's all get on the same page, guys. Hurry. <laughs> listen to all of them. Let's go. That's a lot of episodes to try to listen to. I don't... Don't rush it. Um, you will be so tired listen of my to voice. A, listen to it at warp speed so that we sound like chipmunks talking about Boy Meets World in your ears. That might be kind of good. I kind of want to try that on Monday. All right. So, anyway, let's wrap it up. Okay. Tanya, yes. anything else you want to say before we go? No, there is not. Why not? Because... Thank you for joining us. This has been Boy Meets Girl Meets Boy Meets World Season (laughs) 5. Hold on. Hold on. It's been 100 episodes. It's hard to remember. Season 5, Episode 15. Do good. Class dismissed.